3: You're listening to JoJo Siwa Now with me, JoJo Siwa, an iHeart Radio podcast. Welcome back to JoJo Siwa Now. Oh my gosh. Let me just say, doing this podcast, seeing you all, listening, watching, it just, it makes me so happy. I'm I'm so grateful. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself during this podcast. I've learned a lot about my friends on this podcast. Uh, and speaking of today, I am going to get to chat with one of my friends favorite people in the world we originally met on dancing with the stars season 30 which is now two years ago which is absolutely wild everybody please welcome mr iman shumpert to jojo what now the man the guy the only one on dancing with the stars who whooped my ass Mr. Aman, how are you? I'm
4: good Quinn how are you? I am
3: I am so good I'm so happy you're here thank you for doing my <laughs> oh, podcast yeah. I appreciate it I love thank you. you.
4: Thank you for making me feel at home I love you too and I, I feel at home because I told you this is like already looks like my daughter's room like how she does the little Jojo. C. All stuff. the Jojo yeah, yeah yeah the pink stuff I mean now it's not it's less it's less about that she's older a little bit now but I've had she's got Changes of
3: what's her what's her vibe now? What's she into?
4: Uh, right now, juni is reading, so <laughs> the books are sort of taking her yeah. imagination on a little run. So every day is something new. She either wants to go fishing, or oh, then she wants to uh, what did she say? Oh, she's been on this Bahamas thing. She's I don't know where it is. You gotta take comes. her. She wants to go back to the Bahamas and do a boat trip. I don't know what it is about the Bahamas.
3: Precious.
4: Anytime they start reading, they just their, their mind sort of just takes those those yep. nice long rides into the imagination. I love
3: it. Iman has the cutest little girl <laughs> in the whole wide world. I remember. <laughs> Getting to meet her on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, man. And just a little ball of energy. Mm-hmm. So cute. Knows exactly who she... I mean, mm-hmm. at the time, I haven't seen her really since then, but... Oh, man, she a whole lot more
4: learning herself.
3: Yeah. Is she? Oh, She's God. just so cool. So spunky. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm on. I, we met on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. We did season 30 together. Not salty at all that you beat me. <laughs> um, what did you do with your Mu'Vroll trophy? Is it in your house? it's, at, Wait, no, it's one my mama. You my did mom. give it to your mama.
4: Yeah, yeah. my mama got it uh, sitting. She got it on a little stand. She got the little gold thing behind oh, it. Oh, I <laughs> she love loves it. That she thing. had to she love that. Does built. your mom live here? No. No, no. Still in Chicago.
3: Still in Chicago. Got it. Okay. That makes me happy. That makes Man. me happy that your mom has it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we met on Dancing with the Stars, right. uh, which was incredible. I have so many, so <laughs> many memories about you that I cannot wait to go through. <laughs> So many funny things that I would overhear in rehearsals. I have this one story of Danny and you in rehearsals that I can't wait to talk about. So many memories of just you and your trailer hearing you in your trailer (laughs) that I can't wait to talk about. But before we get into that, I want to hear like your your beginning of life, like your childhood, then how you, I mean, you are one of the biggest NBA stars in the whole fucking world. Um, And so I kind of want to just like, D- this podcast Georgia, are now is all about you know your wh- where you started and where you are now and so right. in in a nutshell give me like the rundown of Iman as an eight-year-old little dude like what's your childhood
4: eight years old um I was really like out the way if you didn't have a rim and a basketball I didn't really care to have a conversation which I was you would have thought I was more quiet like though really? I, I had fun with my friends I was very serious about getting good enough to be in my name into the NBA. Like, I'm like.
3: You always uh, knew that, like, that was your yeah, calling. I got to
4: go there. Yeah,
3: what that. was your first, like, how old were you when you had your, like, I'm, I'm going to, I want to be a basketball player. Like, this is my dream. What was.
4: It was like three or four. Wow. I, um, we saw some video of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Pulling up to the arena and he got out his Corvette. And I just remember seeing him in that boxy, (laughs) that boxy suit. His suit was super boxy. And he got out. And I remember thinking, why is he he so, he too tall to be in that little car. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the car fire, like. Yeah. And my father explained to me, like, nah, it's got more room than it looked like. You know what I'm saying? That's the, the So the did you
3: wanna play basketball or did you want the car and the box? It was suit? the whole <laughs> it was the
4: whole vibe. It was the fact that he played basketball so good. Yeah. Like him him winning that competition of basketball landed him correct
3: financially. Right.
4: right. You know what I'm saying? So yep. I'm like something I wanna do anyway. Right is about to make me more money than anybody that does anything they don't want to do thinking they're going to make more money Yeah, like, it's people all the time that don't want to be a lawyer they just think that's where the money is yep. so I'm going to be a lawyer yep. like it's a top job but you yep. really don't want to fucking do it nope. like yep so there's 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 that and I I saw Jordan happy Mm-hmm. to play basketball and making money to where you could help people. And then I saw the big houses on HGTV yep. and my dad was like, yeah, I was like, can Michael Jordan buy that? And my dad was like, yeah. like
3: Yeah. He's he Michael looking, Jordan. Yeah. But he was
4: looking at like NBA players. That's that house is nothing. Yeah. So I could understand where it was, like where it was on the yeah. spectrum. Like, I'm like, how much money do they have? And yeah. he like, well, that ain't nothing. Like, but that's before we had the internet super, Yep. Running like this, where you could just look up an NBA contract. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't know how to win. research it back then. Like, I wasn't good with it like that. But my father explained to me, like, when you get there, if you get good enough, you'll be yep. able to get a house, a car, whatever you want. And that comfort is kind of what drove me the whole time.
3: So, your dad was really supportive of you growing up.
4: Yeah. He put challenges in front of me. Like, yeah. Dude was like,
3: Could you have a, 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 what's it called? Because in dance, it's called like a stage mom or a stage dad. What's oh, it called what for basketball? Like, um, is
4: it like a, like, I mean, we don't really call it anything. It's like, you either have a mentor or, yeah. uh, uh, like you'll have a vet, like you yeah. have like a veteran when you get to the NBA. Yeah. Like Mello was my veteran. Carmelo yeah. Anthony is my vet. Like yeah. he takes you under the wing. Everybody kind of knows, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, we go to dinner on the road and you're a rookie. Like Mello going, he going to pay for dinner. You're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. that's what we have, but we don't, we don't have like a coach yeah. well, besides our coach. We don't
3: really have nobody. Just else. that guy with that small title. but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called to die for. Here's a clip
5: Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Okay, wait, so you you realized at three or four yeah, that you wanted to be a player. Mm-hmm. a a baller. Um, but when, so you're, you're growing up, obviously at four, you can only be so good at something, you know what I mean? At what point for you, were you playing basketball at, at, at at the local? I mean, I don't, I, I should know more about basketball, but you know, dance world and basketball were two very different worlds, but at what age were you on a team and you were like, Ah shit, I'm better than everyone yeah. else. <laughs> um, when did that happen? When did you get advanced?
4: <laughs> I think when so so like if the you more are the, not the, like watching and you're only listening, his <laughs> smile
3: right now is like, so big. About, like
4: like the oh shit moment. Like <laughs> yeah, where it's like, like, Oh shit, like y'all can't deal with me. Yeah. yeah. So high school,
1: yeah.
4: I'm like five foot eight, right? Yeah. And I have a growth spurt. So my second oh, year God. in high school, I'm actually like sloppy. Like, yeah, I wasn't great. Like all that dancing with the star shit was out the window, like <laughs> uh, the graceful.
3: good on dancing with the stars. Yeah, but
4: oh. I, I ain't have control of my body though. Cause yeah. I was growing so fast. And next thing I know, I look up and I'm 6'3". Wow. And um, I worked that whole time though. I worked my ass off, even though my body was hurting. Yep. I was just like, I gotta get right. Like I gotta be better. I gotta be better. And I'm still working out as if I'm five, seven, five, right. eight. Like, cause I'm trying to do that. Cause yeah. I'm like, I'm a guard, I'm a point guard. And then I grow, and then I finally grew into my body. Yep. And I've actually never told this part of the story, so I'm, I'm gonna tell it all here. Give it to us, give it.
3: it to us. I'm excited to hear it.
4: We played uh every man for they self, and which is um um you play the 32 by twos. Yeah. Uh there's no free throws in between scoring and anybody could play. So before we start playing to warm up, it might be 30 people under one rim. Yeah. And whoever has the ball checks up, 30 people could guard you at once if they want to. Wow. Watch you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. when you got game point, you're on your own team. Everybody yeah, everybody's yeah. just gonna come, they collect on each other's teams. They like, we don't want him to win. Right. But if I steal the ball from him, we all gonna guard We're gonna you. Gonna now. Yeah. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. You see what I'm saying? So it's like that's the game. Yeah. And it's to really to warm up because it's it could get so crazy, it's damn near impossible yeah. to and Like it's so many people. But I remember the game getting a little like a little more turnt. Like people at first they're just warming up, but then everybody starts sweating and it's yep. going now. And uh Yeah, I got to game point. I did a lot of stuff to get the game point that I was just like, yeah, like I'm definitely getting better. Like it's working. And then uh, we got to game point and I remember everybody like amping up to stop yep. me. <laughs> and I remember backing up and then attacking everybody and being like, they can't like y- y'all are slow. Yep. Like, y'all are, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Or I'm like, you're, you're, why did you go? Like I would do a move and be like, why would you go for that? You know you I, just
3: like kind of realized like everything mm,
4: clicked for me and yep. it was going real slow and it yeah. it was kind of cool was, because it was every man for themselves. So I'm like, none of y'all, like for lack of a better way to say it, none of y'all could fuck with me.
3: None of y'all can mess with me. <laughs> like, no, no, like, no, 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 y'all. Like, like none all. This shit,
4: y'all. Like, like, yeah, like this is t- it's tough for y'all now. Like, yeah, hey, I'm tall, so the time where I'm driving it at the end, I should lay this up, but I went up and I dunked it. And I remember looking at people like instead of trying to block it, they kind of were looking like, "Damn, you could dunk like that!" Yeah, they were kind of looking at me weird when I landed, and I realized that like in that moment, I was like, "I can't act, I can't act regular with y'all no more. You were like, just I have to better. kill you Yeah, I have to kill y'all. Like it's not even a, 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 a like a laughing matter. Like yeah. now, I'm, now I'm gonna be pissed off if y'all get close to even getting, yeah a little bit close to beating me. I'm gonna get mad at myself. Like, yeah, and I became. More and more and more focused on just, like, playing higher competition. So after that, it was like my father taking me state to state to be yep. like, all right, well, they the best team over here. You got to beat them. They the best team. They the So, it
3: was like, so yeah. your dad, your dad had you. Your oh, yeah, dad yeah. was he like, wanted, all right, we'll get you that Michael Jordan car. Challenges. <laughs> he, he
4: just he just always challenges yeah. you. Like, you know, everybody's got parents that they say stuff to you, and you think in that moment. They're trying to correct my behavior. They're trying to control me. They're trying to do this. And it's like nobody ever sits back and just be like, he just challenged me to do something. Right. That's simply all he did.
3: Yeah. And it worked.
4: Somebody will say that and it'll be like, people are like, I don't want to do that with my life. It'd be like, bro, you don't have to do that with your life. Yeah. What's wrong with being qualified in 10 areas?
3: Right. No, no absolutely. 100%. Like what's wrong with that? Like, Nothing. Like, yeah. I'm
4: not left handed, but I've worked on so much stuff so that my left hand works. What yep. if I ever break my right hand? Yep. You now never I can know. You got use it. You know what <laughs> you I'm saying? You gotta have
3: it as backup. Yeah. yeah. It's no, like, 100%. Bro,
4: we, we, we do these things where, where, you you try and sharpen, especially with your children, you try and put everything into them to try and sharpen all these things. And I feel like that was my biggest advantage was I it clicked for me early yeah. watching my older brothers get into it with my father where I was just like, Bro, all he said was get good grades. And good did, grades did is you like, get good grades? I got straight A's. I'm damn. like I'm like, bro, all I gotta do is sit like I was damn near doing my homework in class while the teacher's talking. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this is the best time to do my homework.
3: While wow, you're listening, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're
4: giving the lesson, bro. Like, yeah. what do you mean? I'm going to do it right here just in case I got a question. I can ask it right here, right now.
3: It's actually pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> Two yeah.
4: minutes before this class ends. I, I got th- three questions right here that I can't get right. Yeah. But this is my homework. Now I'm finna be doing it on the bus, on the way home. Yep. Get By the time done. I walk into the door, like people be just think I'm crazy. I'm like, bro, no, nah, I'm finna get every minute I can on this uh basketball court.
3: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's uh, that's where you're smart as you made it so that way you could go home and then focus on what yeah, you really love.
4: That was my one rule. They said if your homework done, you can go outside. Really? If your homework is done, if your grades is good, you can go outside. And yeah. you just gotta be back before it's dark.
3: Was yours like back before the streetlights are on? Yeah, did you have no
4: phones. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm the very that's a end of that yeah, a different that's life. i definitely the light. very end of that generation. Because it stopped for me when I was like, God, I, I I sound psychotic when I say this, but I got my first phone when I was like seven or five, five or seven. Um, that's so and, amazing. And so like when I was, it would have been seven. Because like when I was five and six, that's I have still lived by like come home when the streetlights are on. Yeah, But then once I was seven, eight, nine, I had a phone. And so it was like, I'll text you when to come home. Check the time when to come home. Like it just changed.
4: That's a a weird life. It's a different lifestyle type of kid right here, man. I'm just letting y'all know. She just said that like that was so regular. Nobody else turns seven and eight and text their mom and dad when they're coming home. I tell my daughter still, (laughs) she has a phone. She said, this lady here is living a different
3: lifestyle, kids at home. <laughs> so was there a moment when you were a kid? I have two questions for you going off of what we just talked about. Yeah. Was there a moment for you when you were like, fuck this, I don't want to do it anymore?
4: With basketball? Yeah. Yeah, you have the moments. Uh, yeah. They usually come. You win. Yeah. You just, you win. There's a uh, valid. There's very much, there, there's so many moments I can remember in my career where I'm like, bro, I'm doing this. And the the individual success that I need isn't happening for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's like, it's frustrating. Yeah. Where it'll be like, I got to wait my turn again. Like y'all yep. said, wait, I did. Now nah, I got to wait again. Yeah. Like, ah, did but, you have
3: a backup? Like, what was your like, mm, not doing this anymore, mm, don't want to be a baller anymore, not playing basketball. I want to. Oh,
4: no, no. I don't, I didn't really ever have that. Yeah. Where it was like, uh, I'm going to take a different career path. Yeah. I never had that. But I'm very much so, I'm very comfortable in knowing I've sharpened other areas to where if I attack anything, you could. if I go full throttle at it, yeah, like you're going to have to when deal with
3: commit, it. When you commit, you commit. Yeah,
4: I'm like, if I commit to something and I'm going to go wholeheartedly into it I'm like it's gonna be yeah. successful and I hang my hat on that just like saying if you put the hours in and the energy in it's just gonna work like I don't yeah. know how it works like that guys but
3: but it just does I promise
4: you it does
3: hard work eventually eventually pays you. off some things take longer than others but straight up is there anyone that you grew up playing with grew up learning with that made it as big as you did or are you the only
4: Evan Turner played a uh, middle school ball with me Ten year career in the league? Uh maybe twelve year. Damn. Yeah. Um But y'all grew up together. Doing, yeah, still doing well. Does podcasts now, uh coaching. Yeah, but we still still close. Still check in with each other. Uh he's still bothering me about shit that happened on the shot. Like he was like, Bro, I was watching the shot, bro. What are you doing? How you miss dude? How you miss him? Like, it's just all of, all of all of all of uh the childhood memories and stuff that we're able to talk about and then reflect on yeah. NBA memories it's it's just yeah. really cool to uh have somebody around that's you know been through what you've been through seen what you've seen yeah. and now like we me and, me and him especially like we feel like well, especially when we go back home it's like y'all don't have an excuse no more we we had an excuse we really didn't see anybody make it out like yeah. we didn't see it like, yeah, nobody from where we was from was like, yeah, I went to the NBA and this is what's going on. And you could work on this move and work on that move. Right. And you you don't have that. anyone there. We ain't had nobody like that. But it's like now everybody back in Oak Park is like, y'all really don't have no excuse like yeah. y'all got to rock with it. you yeah. got to work hard and yeah. get there now we've shown you this it's is the road yeah. yeah you can get out you can't hit us with the excuse like we don't get enough exposure bro we ain't getting no exposure we just went over there and beat everybody yeah. that's what you got to do beat on people
0: this is neil strauss host of the tenderfoot tv true crime podcast to live and die in la
3: The show that I'm on right now is Special Forces. They, the, I, I heard something. We didn't hear it while we were uh, at selection, but we heard it um, as it was airing on the show. They said, "Winners will always find a way to keep going, and quitters will always find an excuse to stop." Mm -hmm. And like that's that is, I mean, it's such a true thing. Like if you, if you really do want something, you're gonna figure it out. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm sure there was days where. You had to make a makeshift rim somewhere For and sure. a makeshift ball somewhere, For and sure. you fucking did. That's
4: what. That's what's gonna happen. It's like a uh, like an artist. A artist, you see the, you throw them in a room, you give them. I don't know anything yeah. like yeah. you, you can, make it work seriously. Like yeah. they'll take a cigarette and use the ashes and draw some yeah. and use it for shading. And, Your
3: ability to make something work out of nothing is, is so important to success.
4: It's, it's, it's amazing how yeah. often people, it, 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 cause it's that, that becomes a simplified version. If you were, if I put you in a cell and all I gave you was a little ring, some tape, and some paper over there. It's like, yeah, I'm taking the ring. Yep. I'm putting it over there. It's now a rim.
3: And you're gonna make a ball with paper and tape, and you're gonna. And
4: that's what I'm gonna do yep. for the whole day. 100%. That's all I can do. It simplifies the math. Putting yourself in the idea behind, yo, I'm going to hone in on this. This is gonna be all I'm doing is podcasting, and for the large majority of the day, I'm gonna listen to my voice on here so I know where to stay. Where do, I, where do I sit? Okay, boom. This is the best sound for me. What do I do? The excited voice, or do I want to give the calm? The calm. Ooh. Chill.
3: I like the calm of mom voice. That deep me. <laughs> it, ah. it,
4: it, it fluctuates <laughs> with me though. Like sometimes I get a little too excited. But as far as like becoming a professional in any lane, it just becomes and putting the hours in and understanding what to do when it goes wrong. Dialing
3: in on it for real. 100%. Like,
4: like it's it's incredible what you can see out of people once they just lock in and they yep. say I don't care if I fall on my face I'm going full
3: full, full. speed ahead you know what I'm yep. saying like and also you are going to fall on your face it's, it's just however you're going to get up and there's some people that get up and
4: smile and, and, yep. and be like y'all they might uh-huh. even have a chip too exactly. but like, be like whatever you uh-huh, uh-huh, got me yep. yeah. uh-huh. yep. and yep. then we keep going or yeah. there's some people that trip and be like but they did, did you see They, there was a rock we didn't see all we saw was you fall. All and we saw,
3: and all we care about is you fall. Get back up, man. That's it. Yep. That's it. Are yep. you okay?
4: Cool. But Great.
3: Keep pushing.
4: Telling us it's a rock there. Thanks. Doesn't if, matter to if, anybody. Yeah. If what do you want run, high five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it's, 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 it's people yep. do that. Where it's yep. like instead of naming that problem or naming yeah. the thing that's wrong, it's like we all can see what's yeah. wrong. It's the solution. What what do you keep doing? What are you Absolutely. pushing? What are you what are you trying to accomplish? And nobody's nobody should laugh at that. I don't I don't think anybody in the world should sit in the audience and laugh at somebody trying to accomplish something. Yeah. That is literally yeah. one of the best things to watch. That's the entertainment. People people say what is the entertainment industry? It's people watching people yeah. go do what they are they you? still hesitant, not even scared, just like, I'm gonna wait until I get enough. Money so that I can, you know yep. what I'm saying? It's like, that's you like a two, three year you gotta plan. You got to take the leap of faith. And then there, you you just want to talk either positively or negatively on somebody that has done it. But at least you have a DNA to say, these are pros, these are cons, because yep. I have an example now. Yep. Um, so that's what's the entertainment business. And it's it's why you got to chill. Like let you got to let, let, let comments live. People are literally just telling you if they like the content or not.
3: Yep. Like people gotta,
4: be like, man, I don't like how you sound when you rap. Ooh. It's like, man, you may not like it now in a year. Now that I'm practicing it. Yeah. Yep. Well, Now yep. I'm practicing and I'm hanging out a little bit more and I'm around yep. these people and these people. Yep. And
3: you find now, the right vibe. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. I see a
4: vibe that everybody likes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Boom. And you have to
3: start somewhere with everything. You do. You have to start at square one. And I always, I have this like,
4: well, you started at square one. Like, as soon as you popped out, it was just JoJo CY entertainer. As soon as
3: I popped out, family was like, all right, here we, here so we don't, go, don't man. JoJo singing,
4: dancing, coloring her face. It's I yeah. loved it. I told you, I th- my favorite uh, thing was seeing you on tour and seeing y'all have fun yep. on the videos. Because yep. we saw you on tour, and then my daughter just yeah. takes the rabbit hole with the YouTube yeah, And then I'm like, bro, they're playing Hide and Seek.
3: Every venue. We I played like Monopoly is... in every single venue. We played Hide and Seek all the time. On stage, even during the concert, we used to play tag. And there's a fun game we play. Wait, what?
4: On stage? Yeah, on stage we so played tag. The during the choreo,
3: you would have to like, tag. And, like, and I would play, the crew would play, the dancers would play, and it was a massive game. We also would play this game um, <laughs> tag on tour.
4: during a performance. So insane. much fun.
3: We played, this game's even worse. <laughs> there's two <laughs> other games we would play. The one um, is a, is an animal game and yeah. I my dancers played it all the time. I couldn't play the animal game because you have to make verbal noises. So like everybody there's one dragon, all right? And then everybody else is an animal in pairs. So like me and you would be pigs, right? You <laughs> she and her would be wolves and then you would have to find your matching Why are we cops? <laughs> You have to have your, your 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 you have to find your matching animal before the dragon roars at you
4: we matching him.
3: So like, oh, like we don't know. We each don't other, know. So you draw out of a hat. Someone's the dragon. So the dragon goes roaring at people, and then you have to be like dead if the dragon roars at you. But you have to go up to people, and you have to make your animal noise to see if they're an animal. And so I would go up to you and be like, "Meow," and you'd be like, "And like you'd honk, like <laughs> snore at me if you were the pig. Then I'd be like, "Shit, gotta go find the animal." You know, that one was sucked. Um, what?
4: Has anybody played?
3: I feel like that game would oh, be successful in the NBA because no, that one y'all could
4: No play. way we making this. What I
3: don't get it. The other game y'all could never play in the NBA Not because the tag, you need your hands.
4: The tag during something serious I love
3: is so. Oh, this one's worse. Like
4: I would love to play tag in an NBA, NBA game. game. <laughs> like if I could remember. Yeah. To play tag in the NBA game, I totally would have made totally my thing.
3: Yes. I mean what, pass it on to the next gen. Um
4: yeah, yeah, I honestly no. Don't I if if that happens in the NBA <laughs> no, game, late. that is JoJo's <laughs> There's
3: gonna be this clip. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> that is her fault. That is not my yep. fault. I just said if I was in the league still, I would do it. I'm not advising y'all to do it though. Don't do that. I would do, do it when we're full said.
3: Full, <laughs> said, full said. Full said. There's this is the other one called Pass the, where you take a small enough object to be able to hold it in your hand, yeah. and you just have to pass it to people throughout like the performance, and whoever ends with it loses. Oh Lord. But if somebody like passes it to you, you have
4: to take it. And, you don't, and you don't know who has it. No, you whole never whole know who
3: form. has it, and then you just keep going. So, just so, really so
4: y'all keep your fist ball the whole time. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, has but, the crowd you know, ever caught it? Oh yeah, all the time. Um, there's like this funny picture of me um, with this. We used to play it with this little tiny baby. And I got past it. And I turned to my photographer and I just was holding up this little <laughs> tiny baby in my hands. <laughs>
4: I want to play. And I, I want to play past the past. Yeah, yeah, that I'll was play. fun. You say it's called pasta?
3: Pasta. Yeah. And then you can pass. I mean, some people pass pennies, um, but like say a song, like a song, average song two three minutes, you, it probably gets passed around 10 times per song. Like you just keep passing it. It is so fun. Yeah, we're a mess. <laughs> you got to keep it interesting, though. Iman's way too into these games. He's just dying laughing right now.
4: <laughs> this is being called Pasta, man. Pasta. It's oh. creative, isn't <gasps> <meant>. it?
3: <laughs> um, all right, all right. We, we, we dabbled into a little bit talking about NBA, but what... Give me your, your beginning. Oh, How absolutely. old were you when you got drafted?
4: Oh. Um, Where
3: were you? What, what, was, what was, was your mom and dad's reaction? I was 21. You were 21.
4: There's a video actually on YouTube of me getting drafted. Um, I was supposed to go to the draft. I ended up getting a late invite because originally I was projected to go like second round. And then I went through all the draft workouts and they was like, ooh, I think he should be a little higher type of vibe. And when I knew that I was going to get taken either 13 through 17, I guess they was like, he should come to be there in New York, and um, I turned it down because I was like, I felt like an afterthought. I was like, yeah, I, I ain't want to do it no more. And I, uh, my father had them shut down this uh, this Mexican restaurant, my favorite food, Tacos. And, uh, yeah, I was 21, back in Chicago, waiting, waiting for my name to get called. He calls my name. Everybody, like all my family, like my friends, everybody was there. They said my name. The moment he said, Ima, like he ain't even finished. He was it like, Ima. I couldn't hear shit.
3: Best moment though.
4: Wake up in the morning, they was like, damn, the Knicks booed you. <laughs> everybody in New York was like, boo, like, who is that? Like, what are they doing? Because I played in the ACC. They was like, focused on the Big East. But it was yeah. it was all love and shit. I wasn't tripping out the wild. I was just it was just crazy to to have so much genuine love around me yeah. that I didn't even notice that y'all booed me. Like I didn't know that nobody was happy in yeah. New York. Like but but you I had knew I got your drafted. people around yeah, you. Yeah, I got drafted to the Knicks, but I still felt like Chicago made it. Like we
3: yeah. That's we, something that's really interesting about I think all, all worlds of the entertainment industry is People could love you, people could boo you, people can hate you, but your bubble that is around you personally matters so much. So, and like that's a that moment's a true testament of that, you know, like sure, whatever the people the people were booing you, but your people knew that like this is your fucking moment and they were there to celebrate you, you know what I mean?
4: Oh yeah, that's that that moment, um and then like you said, going through the league and you know, ups, downs, all that to, to eventually to eventually win a championship. Yeah. That bubble that you say. Yep. Like that, that matters. Man, it was the whole time. Like yeah. bubble. I lived in that bubble. I, I keep those people around me. Like I still I still get my hair braided by Keys. Every time I've had hair, because I cut my hair off all the time. But every time that I have hair, it's like, Keys, where you at? Where you at? <laughs> Come braid my hair. Real talk. Like yeah. where you at? Because it's just like having that comfort and having that uh just feeling like a foundation is under you like a solid foundation and people that will look at you when you get off track and say hey I don't know this version of you I don't know this shit like stop whatever you doing those people
3: that keep you on your straight path I don't
4: care what you got going I don't care how much money you make brother (laughs) don't do that no more or I'm not walking with you yeah like Or I get off, yeah, or I'm getting off the bus. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my friends from college still around me, they saw them when we was out here doing the whatchacallit, but uh, Al and and Taco, like. They keep you. Man, we'll talk. They hold you accountable. Man, they be like, dog, I'm not standing next to you doing that. Good. Like, I'm not doing that with you, bro. Like, we didn't, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't know who you learned that from. Yeah. But we not doing that with you. Nope.
3: All right, all right. Since we're talking about this. You are, picture peak peak moment in your career, right? You are on top of your fucking game. You're still on top, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I'm talking like the moment where you're where you're young, you're fresh drafted, you're mm-hmm. the new shit, right? You're mm-hmm. on the team. What is one thing that you look back at or one moment or silly memory? And I'm going to do the flip side of this in, in a second, but... One thing that you did, or or that you look back and you are like, Iman, you fucking idiot! <laughs> like, what is one thing that like young young adult Iman that you are just like, bro, skip that phase, skip that, skip that night, skip that yeah. party, skip that? What is one thing?
4: <sighs> <Ooh.
3: laughs>
4: um, there is
3: there is something circling in his brain right now.
4: Yeah, I am trying to think because I when I was younger. Especially when I first got in the league, a lot of that was a blur. Yeah. The uh, we were playing three games in four days, sometimes four games, five nights. Uh we played, I think, three Did you have a favorite back arena back to back to backs. I always love playing in the United Center. When I hear that, it just got you going. Yeah, it made, it gave me chills. Like it's like when you play that I, I could cry. Yeah. Like it's some it's some shit that's attached to that sound yeah. that is like it's a, a whole different emotion for yeah. me. Yeah, it's different. It's like when you play that, it's just like it's complete control of me yeah. at that moment. But um, yeah, when I got in the league, I say my my biggest my biggest like, what the fuck was you doing <laughs> moment? Um okay, I'll give you one. This was uh
3: this is always one of my favorite parts of the podcast. is getting these <laughs> stories. <laughs>
4: there was a um time I was basically, I basically, it was, you know how you have these invincible moments? Yep. There was this was my <laughs> Iman is invincible.
3: And then you got humbled real hard, I'm guessing.
4: <laughs> um I ended up I I you know had a had a night. Had yep, me a night, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I had a night, should have went home, yep. didn't, you know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Got practice, looked at the clock, knew I was going to be late. Yep. Still tried to make it, <laughs> stepped on the gas, did it. I ended Ooh. up getting a ticket, Um, but I ended up getting held for longer. Like It seemed like I was trying to duck them, dodge them. I'm like, the cops stopped me. But it's like, you know, it was like, it sounded like the dog ate your homework. Yep. Type of, yep. you know what yep. I'm saying? It, just, it was an
3: excuse. It was an excuse. You know what I mean? Like,
4: it was like You're all like, that. Yes.
3: Okay. The cop really did stop me. Yes. I was out super late. Yes. I should have gone home. Yes. I fucked up. But I the was, cop still stopped this, me. I was
4: going <laughs> in like trying to prove. And I had this moment all at once when Mello, uh, I think Mello and Amari was like, like, bro, you a grown man. You was late. That's it. Pay your fine. Come to practice. Yeah, like you sitting here explaining it, and it's like they was laughing. No one
3: cares anymore. We
4: don't care, brother. We don't care. You gonna pay for your time. You was here. You was late. Every minute after that is ah ah ah. Pay your fee and get out here and work out because we need to. We got a game tomorrow. Like I just felt like a little kid that's why i felt dumb like (laughs) you feel like a little kid explaining yourself
3: mr amon you know you mean the freaking world to me and i'm so grateful that you are here for jojo now but i gotta cut us off but only for a second everybody we're gonna do a part two we're gonna keep asking amon the burning questions we're gonna keep talking about stars his family his life all the things amon you stay right here with me everybody go check out part two Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at and now Podcast. Be sure to write us a review and maybe if you're feeling it, leave us five stars. I'll see you next week.
0: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in LA. And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy Taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Oh hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast Climbing in Heels is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist.